bits we find really annoying or irritating or different? That was one of the most popular questions on Instagram last week. How long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> so cancel the three o'clock. I was going to say, yeah, we're in, this, we're in for the long haul now because I can talk. So, um, um, yeah, if there's anything you'd like to get off your chest there. Lead me. In, in what res particular um, respect? Okay, so we've both spent a lot of time in each other's respective nations. <laughs> and um, is, there, is there anything you find irritating or downright annoying um, about the Germans? Wow. Oh, wow, we're really going, right, wow. <laughs> the people want to know. No, we owe them the truth. No foreplay, it's just I, literally... a vessel of honesty. <laughs> so, okay, happy to share. Okay. okay. And, you know, what I don't want to do is anybody to listen to this or watch this and then, like, I don't know, go home and have a cry <laughs> or decide they're never going to work with me ever again <laughs> or even come and hunt me down, you know, because... <sighs> It's it, it being that level of honesty always brings a certain amount of danger with it. But th so things that annoy me, or professionally or personally, or both, about Germany in general. About dealing, oh, I guess let's keep it business and let's, let's keep, it, keep it in a business context because this is really cool stuff. Yeah, like because we know a few UK companies that yeah. are dealing with German clients yes. or partners. Yeah, one in particular. I think and vice versa. Yeah. And there's always this mm. friction. Yes. And whenever they tell us about their latest frustration, we're always, but this is really simple, but actually the Germans are not that way, but yes. they're perceived this way. And But what they actually meant was this. Yes. And they go, huh. Yes. <laughs> and the other way around. So. Well, I can think of some good examples right off the bat that shouldn't cause too much offence, but are actually genuine, uh, it, the observation is a genuine attempt to help things uh, improve and be it a business yeah, relationship, working relationship. Yeah. This is not like bashing the Germans. No, no, no all, I, I all wouldn't. The Brits, I, lo I love living here. I um, love it. And I, I love, I love Germany. I think they're both fantastic I nations. Do. I Germany, it's, it's not without good reason that I, you know, I started learning German at 11. It's the, it's the, the subject I really excelled at in school and then my A-levels and then I studied it. Then I studied in Germany and then I, I lived there. And I, married I, one. Married one. My children have dual citizenship. Yeah, I know. The list goes on and on. I, I love Germany. Um, I choose not to live there anymore. And I, I have, we have our own reasons for that. Probably cover that another time. In terms of a business setting, things that annoy me. Um, okay, I'll start with the biggest one first. I believe that Germany is a phenomenal country in many, many respects, especially in business, okay? But it will never truly reach its full potential as a nation. And there are some key reasons for that. In a professional context, I don't know of any other country in the world uh, where the average employee is so determined to negate any kind of responsibility, liability for any action and th that uh, an employee will not go uh, one step above and beyond what is written down in a say a job description or what they have contractually agreed with their employer for fear of something going wrong and them getting the stick for it. So if to anybody listening to this who you know, looks at the English and you know, maybe they watch the English on ETA and there's like some special report about like some, I don't know, some 
total idiots on Bournemouth Beach or something during the pandemic, which was something that mm. got covered a lot. Um, That's a bit of a digression, but uh, you know, look, looking at consuming material that paints the English in a certain way, and you think, well, why would they be like that? Um, in a in a professional setting, the English, as my experience tells me, are far more willing to have a go at something to see if it works. Now, this is sounds this all sounds generic, and it's 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 not terribly specific. But um, in 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 my country, people are far more risk on even in an employment relationship, yes. and are prepared to say, I don't know, have a go at improving a process, and if it saves, say. 15 minutes week in week out that's a massive time saving or say for example going slightly off uh, what the protocol dictates and getting a better result they will have a go people in, in British or English professional British professionals are simply more willing to take a risk to mm. achieve the result and a German professional particularly as an employee will do anything to negate responsibility. I'll give, you, I'll give you a specific example. So as a translator, um, I'll work with a project manager in a translation house, for example, or with a direct customer. If it's a project manager in a translation house, they'll send me a package. I'll translate it, send it back, the correction loop, mm. and it'll come back and there are, say, 8,000 word documents. There might be three corrections, okay? And they'll, they'll send it back to me and say, oh, can you just confirm this? And it, it'll be obvious, like really, really silly stuff. Um, and the where you've just sort of missed it because, well, because for whatever reason. And I'll say, oh, just, just fill it. And you say, oh, no, no, we can't do that. It's got to go back to you. You've got to verify it and then send it back to us. And I'll say, well, why? Well, because it's not our responsibility. And that is a, a really long-winded way of saying that that process might add on 20 minutes worth of work because they've got to, they've got to make the changes and then save it as a document uh, that is to be confirmed. Send that to me. Hope that I see the email in time. So all the time this job that could have been finished half an hour ago, an hour ago, is sat there pending because somebody won't step up and go, oh, it's obviously, uh, trying to think of a really good example, it's, it's, that should obviously be a, ca- a capital letter. I know that from my school English or whatever. That should be a capital letter. I'll just, I'll just change it. I'll just do that. A German will not do that. But an English professional would. And so ultimately, I believe, or I've come to believe that in a professional setting, um, German companies of all shapes and sizes, they lose tens of thousands of hours every year in uh, work, jobs, projects, assignments, whatever, that could have been completed much sooner. But they won't because the rules say, no, you must do it this way. Dienst nach Vorschrift. And so in my professional experience, that is a real bugbear of mine because I'm like, it's just obvious, just change it. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, and it, even if you make a mistake and the client comes back and is unhappy, so what? Did we die? No. <laughs> yeah. So that would be my biggest bugbear. And I don't want to make this, I don't want to put a negative spin on this because no, I, I no, really no, do love working with It is interesting in terms of uh, cultural mindsets, I suppose. And yes. Like the subtle differences because, well, geographically speaking, we're so close. Yes. And, you know, <clears throat> both part of the Western world and all that. And you'd yeah. assume we're fairly fairly similar if you zoom out a bit we're, yeah. we're so close together we're small nations yes we are um however yeah um and i, I love those little bits i mean i've loved them at uni when i studied 
yes. English literature and culture. And I've always, every thesis, every master's, well, my master's thesis as mm. well was on subtle cultural differences, like yes. where you think you're right, but you're not. It's flat out wrong. And yeah. I, it's always been such a like hobby or interest of mine just to, yeah. It's, it is fascinating. And, and to be honest, just to um, offer a, a, an addition to what I was saying, in a private setting, talking about abdicating all responsibility or liability, in a private setting, the same applies to me. It's the same bugbear. It's it's the mm. concept of um, taking responsibility for a situation or, or doing anything in your power not to. And this, that is characterized, and I think this is something most people don't know about. Um, so this is the point. If you have been like, I don't know, dicking around on like your insta feed or whatever or you've been making a cup of coffee now's the time to focus because this is really important because this is a major major difference forget everything else i said just now but this is a big difference um the concept of a haftpflichtversicherung uh personal indemnity personal liability insurance that is i it's it's mandatory by law as an adult isn't it, in germany if you live in germany i think so if you live in work you must have a private haftpflichtversicherung you've got to lean into it okay <laughs> uh, personal indemnity insurance um doesn't exist here. In the UK, there is no such thing as private in personal indemnity insurance. Hang on. So what happens if you invite me and you've got a lovely new white rug and I spill my glass of red wine? Ex- exactly. Oh, my Tell word. Me. This is brilliant because this is, this is really valuable. Like I've a key had... question for any German. Like, what, totally. what if I spill my red wine? What if I spill my red wine? <laughs> so we've had this conversation. Who's liable? Yeah, yeah. We had this conversation <laughs> on many different occasions and whether it was red wine on the carpet or dropping uh, somebody's vase in the house. I'm like, ah, how the fuck are you going to drop a vase in somebody's home? But whatever it is, you know, you're helping friends move their stuff around and yeah. you you actually scrape all down and I've, I've been asked this question so many times and my response is always the same I'd say well assuming you're friends um, and it's damaged in the home something gets that badly damaged and it's that expensive your home contents policy will cover it because that's why we have home contents insurance mm-hmm. so if something valuable breaks well you just get it replaced what I always add to that is that if your friends the, and, and I really mean this, everybody listening in. If your friends are the kind of people that if you go if you go around to their house flat, whatever, in the evening for a meal and you spill red wine on their carpet and they say to you, well, you're going to have to pay for that, better get yourself some new fucking friends because <laughs> yeah. those are shitty friends. Those are shitty fucking friends and there's, there's no two ways about it. If somebody came around to my house right, and they saw our house and they spilt wine on the floor, I'd be like, oh, meh, meh. It's no biggie. It's no biggie. Who cares? We'll, and if you can't get it removed, well, we'll, we'll find a way. But I'm not going to build my friends. <laughs> no. What the fuck? And so, and it, I don't know if anybody listening to this will go, well, that's wahnsinnig. <laughs> I don't know. That's absolutely crazy. For me, it's not crazy. It's, it's the fact that we're talking about wine on a rug or on a carpet versus, say, a 10-year friendship with somebody that you've had who... Um, was maybe there when your mother died or when your children were born or when you were absolutely bankrupt or whatever happened, you were in hospital and you had a problem, they were there. It gives a shit about wine on the carpet, it doesn't matter. So that is another bugbear and it all comes back to liability. I think it all is indicative of a, for me, the only real problem that exists in Germany today. I mean, I think there are a few people who would say there are lots of problems like in any country, but for me, 
in Germany in particular, and I, I have no experience of living in Austria or in Switzerland, mm-hmm. so I can't say for the wider DACH, DACH region, but I would say in Germany there is a distinct lack of social cohesion. Das gesellschaftliche Miteinander. It just doesn't exist. In, in the UK, you know, we often get laughed at because we're always saying sorry. And it, mm. or, you know, we, we go through the strokes, as it were, of you know, asking the same old questions and often talking about the weather. But it's essentially establishing a, a, a dynamic that says, I mean you no harm. You're it's perfectly, a social glue. It's a social glue. Yeah. That's right. And this social glue does not exist in Germany. And, mm. I, and I've lived long enough in Germany. I've worked long enough with German companies and German people to know that that is true. It, there is there is the sense of social cohesion is like we're not allowed to run each other over. Well, okay, we can't just go around murdering each other. Okay, there's social glue, right? Mm-hmm. But there is this there is no cohesion like there is here, and and I, I find it a real shame because I have many German friends. I, I love Germany. It's it's a great great country, but uh, there is this there is this just flat out determination to negate all responsibility and liability in your private and professional life and that's where the brits don't understand the germans mm. and the germans definitely don't understand the brits mm. so you go, long story and i don't want to overrun but it's it's something that's close to my heart because it still bugs me in my day to day of course i mean because you work with germans work with every germans. day that's right yeah. And so, yeah, that's what I'd have to. What would you add to that? Is there anything you'd like to add in particular? Mm, I'd say I live here for a reason because I love it so much. Yeah. Um, I guess something I would definitely explain to my younger self when I moved here. Yeah. And I, I mean, bearing in mind, you were British. <laughs> Still, Still am. am. Um, so I had a bit of a head start, I yeah. suppose. I studied um, English culture and literature, so I wasn't completely f- foreign. Yeah. And yet there were so many subtle nuances I didn't get for <laughs> many years. Yeah. Like I was always way too direct and alienating a few, well, former friends. Yeah. Because I, I just said it as I felt it. Yes. And I, I I couldn't see anything wrong with that. Now looking back, I go, oh, sweet Katie. <laughs> um, yes, um, I, I suppose what can be quite exhausting and quite draining and confusing when mm. you're new to British culture and when you're dealing with Brits yeah. is the very indirect ways of saying things. Yeah. Um, it's So the word no, for example, yeah. which is... Basically non-existent here in this country. I mean, yeah. we have it on paper. Like you, you can translate nine into no. Yeah. Like <laughs> so it's one of those things you say really quickly and then run away. Like, no, you don't say no though. No, you don't because you, say, because you don't want to have the conversation that comes after. Interesting. Interesting. Or oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. At some point, we'll see where we get to, or down we'll the line, and to a German ear, yeah. where we're so quick to say, unfortunately, sadly, no, <laughs> yes. regrettably, n- regrettably, um, you know, <laughs> where like those words lead every email. Yeah. We're so trained, like our no muscle is so strong (laughs) that when we move here or when we're dealing with Brits and there's never a no, we go, well, they really loved everything I said. And and to a Brit, everything was very interesting, which means it's dog shit. Yeah. Classic example is starting starting an email with Leider, Zegeter Keja, Leider on it. And I think to myself, Dear Mr. Keja, unfortunately. And you go, and this is where I notice I've Mm. been so Britified over the last, whatever, 12, 13 years now, because 
when dealing with Germans, and I've trained my clients, I'd like to think, in a way that they don't do that anymore. But it almost is like a smack in the face whenever um, you get an email and you go, um, hi, Katie, unfortunately, or hi, Katie, could you just? I'm like, no, no, no. But like, we've known each other. There's rapport there. Like, you know, we're not complete strangers. And even so, I'd always lead with... I hope you're well today. Exactly. How's your right. day going? Yeah. You know, uh, it's sunny over here. How's it? How's it where you exactly. are? And unless unless the shit has hit the fan, so to speak, you often, if thankfully, whenever I get an email that starts with Lider, it's Lider konnte sie nicht telefonisch reichen. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I haven't been able to reach you by phone. Yeah, and but you like, always feel like you're you're in in debt. You always do. Like you owe. Yes. them and you're, you're not delivering and yes which takes me on to another thing which I wanted to mention we'll have to save it for another time let's uh, save it for another time another time but uh, yes but because we, we, th- this is so cool yeah. because we well we're, we're getting to re- reflect life on things we've pro- possibly never talked about or haven't talked about for a long time I, I want to um, yes thank you for everything and you've mental you've note mental note and uh, I think we should talk about it sooner rather than later perhaps even extend this particular episode um, to follow into the next or, or, or another one after because I've all of a sudden my brain has racked up many other examples. Let's chop this one in half. Well, yeah, and, and we'll continue. Uh, we'll hear and see you next week. Yes, that's a good shout. And we're going to keep babbling on because that's babbling. what we do best. That's what Babble we do best. In it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> see Mega. you next time. See you next time. <laughs>